Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to invite you to a workshop that I am hosting the first week of June. This workshop is going to focus entirely on digital marketing. And the goal of this workshop is to help you bust through the confusion and overwhelm so that you can conquer digital marketing and grow your flower business. I am going to share with you in this workshop my step-by-step framework for leveraging digital marketing as a florist, and you will walk away with a personalized blueprint, clear action plan so that you know exactly where to focus your time, effort, and energy. And we're going to dive into understanding the most efficient and effective advertising platforms for you to market your business, how to leverage social media, and exactly where to prioritize your spending so that you can get your business in front of your dream customers. This workshop is being hosted online. Yes, if you can't join me live, there will be a video replay so that you can play catch up in your own time. I will leave the link to sign up to this workshop in the show notes so that you can grab your spot today. And then you get to join me on Zoom and we get to workshop your digital marketing plan and you get to make the most of the rest of 2024. So I would love to see you there. And I am so incredibly excited to host this workshop, share my process with you and make sure that you are crystal clear on exactly what to do to get found by those dream customers. So visit the link in the show notes, grab your spot today, and I will see you at the workshop. Welcome to the Thrive Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Drennan. If you're a floral designer on a mission to build a profitable and thriving business, then you're in exactly the right place. I'm on a mission to bust through the secrecy of our industry, make it easier for you to know exactly what to focus on to help you build your business and teach you my favorite mindset hacks so that you can learn to show up with more confidence and authority as you grow your business. I am so grateful to be able to share my journey with you, pass along my best shortcuts, and get you on the path to feeling more confident and making money doing what you love. No matter where in the world you're tuning in from, remember, you've got this. So I had a whole other different podcast episode planned for this week. Then I started to see all the kerfuffle. (laughs) Is that an appropriate word? The hype, the jazz hands around threads. And I thought, you know what? I am going to reschedule my schedule and I am going to sit down and record a podcast episode specifically about threads and also more broadly talking about social media and really giving you my point of view on becoming discerning about knowing where to focus your efforts when it comes to marketing your business. And it's so fascinating how quickly, <laughs> like forever quickly, and this is such an old person thing to say, but like technology is evolving so quickly and it's happening at such a continuous rate. Like I can't keep up. You can't keep up. We're like trying to run our businesses, trying to 
balance some sort of life, get some sleep, eat our vegetables, you know, move our body in whatever capacity we can, possibly, dare I even suggest, that you have a moment of downtime. But then it's like these little nuggets are like thrown at us, right? The kids at Meta, at Instagram and Facebook have been working on this for I don't even know how long. And then they throw it out into the world. And then it's kind of all that you see on social media. And then a very normal human response for you and I is to think, oh, crap, now I need to add that to my marketing plan. I need to hurry up and figure it out. I need to recalibrate, rejig, rethink. And I thought, hey, let us all just take a breath. Just take a deep breath. And remember that the rate of technology, the rate of change isn't going to slow down. We cannot do anything about how many people and how much money and all of the magical goodness that's being created in Silicon Valley and all of these other amazing little pockets in the world that are transforming and opening up new opportunities for us in terms of marketing our business. And it's so easy. It's so easy for us to find and feel that sense of dread that, oh my gosh, now I have another thing to add to my to-do list. I have another social media platform I need to figure out. Oy vey, crawl under the duna and get back in bed. <laughs> it's kind of how, that's how my thought process went. Then I remembered, I vividly remember, and this is going to date me, so just hang on, my friends, hang on. This was almost 10 years ago, and I remember when the people who were in charge of advertising in the phone book, <laughs> do y'all remember that thing, the yellow pages? Anyway, when we bought the flower shop, the previous business owner had always just continued on, say, paid for the same placement, just kept giving money to the phone book people. And we took on ownership of the shop. And because we are good business owners, because we are very intentional and very strategic, we always came at every decision with a, is this the right thing to business? Instead of assuming that how things were always done in the past is how things had to continue into the future. Now, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I had waves of panic, waves of panic when Sloan turned to me and said, you know, I think we should just stop advertising in the Yellow Pages. <laughs> I was like, my brain immediately went to the this is going to be the end of this business. It has been a backbone in this community for decades, and it's going to be this one decision that's going to break this business. <laughs> I laugh now because I have emotionally recovered from that experience, but I also know it can feel incredibly challenging when you're confronted at whatever point in time in your business with a marketing opportunity and you pause and ask yourself, is this the right thing to do? And just taking that breath, standing there and looking and actively flipping through the phone book and going, you know what? Is this where our customers are? Is this where our dream clients are actively looking for a florist? And although it seems like a very 
simple decision. It was like one line item on a to-do list, one line item on our marketing plan. It felt like there was so much weight in the decision because it really was showing us that we are moving this business in a different direction. And yes, for decades, this flower shop has paid to be part of the phone book and it always had this ad and was always in the florist section and it was always there. We came in and we decided, you know what? We aren't going to spend money to be in the local phone book because we can build and continue to build a local community in a very different way that doesn't have to rely on paying money to be part of the Yellow Pages. Now, I did have a huge amount of panic about that decision when we decided not to pay for advertising in the phone book. Alas, the business did not fall apart. <laughs> but the lesson here for all of us is that it's completely normal to panic <laughs> at what seem like silly little decisions in the moment. And the reason that we panic is because there's a lot, like we're kind of putting a lot on the line here. We're making this one decision mean a lot. For me, I was making this one decision mean, oh my gosh, I'm going to break this business. It's going to implode. My entire team is going to have to go out and find other jobs. In hindsight, it was actually an incredibly great decision for our business because that money that we would have invested in the phone book then got reinvested in different marketing avenues in our business. But even more than that, it continues to remind me and teach me the lesson of as the business owner, as the CEO, as the flower boss, as the head of marketing, you get to decide where and how your business markets itself. And for me, this is about building the skill set of becoming discerning. Just because something works for somebody else in their business, just because another business in another industry or another florist does things a certain way, just because they market their business in a certain way, just because something works for one business owner in a different location, doesn't necessarily mean that it's something that you have to do. I was remembering back. <laughs> I don't know if my parents ever actually told me this, but I was thinking about that old kind of like stereotypical line that we might have heard as kids, particularly when you're teenagers and you're like fighting for your independence. But this idea of like, well, if all of the kids at school were jumping off on a cliff, would you jump off a cliff too? <laughs> like, Just imagining being little and like having a parent in a slightly condescending voice say that to you. But this is what that situation feels like. Just because all the people that you follow on social media are jumping on threads, does that mean it's the right thing to do for your business? Just because all the kids are jumping off a cliff, is it something that you want to do as well? And for me, this comes back to remembering that you are the CEO in your business and you get to be discerning about where you spend your time, energy, and effort when it comes to marketing. And just because there are so many headlines flying in our face right now at this very moment in time about threads doesn't necessarily mean that it's something that you have to jump on right now. A couple things that I wanted to go through. If you've been living under a rock, welcome. I'm so grateful to hear that you're living under a rock. Please invite all of us to live under your rock. <laughs> 
because I think we will all come and I'm sure that we will spoil the fun and the solidarity and the solitude that you've been experiencing under your rock. If you've been living under a rock and you're like, Kathleen, what the heck is threads? Give me the lowdown. Okay, here we go. I had a quick little Google to find a little definition. Threads is a text-based conversation app that according to Meta, i.e. Facebook, is designed to be a space, in quotes, where communities come together to discuss everything from the topics you care about today to what will be trending tomorrow. Whatever it is you're interested in, you can follow and connect directly with your favorite creators and others who love the same things, or build a loyal following of your own to share your ideas, opinions, and creativity with the world. Now, there's two things two things that I just want to throw into the mix here. One, Threads is a word-based app. So just like Twitter, where it's all about copy, where it's all about the written word, Thread is really relying on language, it's relying on punniness, it's relying on the written word. Two, the most important thing for you to think about when it comes to your decision to jump on Threads Well, I'll say there's probably two things to think about. One, you can change your mind (laughs) at any time you want to. This is the beautiful thing about social media. When it comes to marketing your flower business, every new day, there's a whole new set of customers that are coming your way who have no idea what you did yesterday in terms of social media, no idea what you did yesterday in terms of marketing. Today, the sun has risen again and you can start anew. So if you decide that you want to jump on threads, play around with it, experiment with it, go for it. If you decide at this moment in time, you know what, I don't want to, I cannot be bothered. It's not where my forte is. It's not where my customers are. Then hey, this is an amazing decision to make in your business. Whatever decision you make, you get to make it with discernment and you get to make the decision that's right for you. And even better than that, the decision that's right for you right now. When it comes to making the decision to jump on threads, don't feel like this has to be a lifelong commitment. (laughs) You are allowed to go on, set up your profile, experiment, post a couple things, go in and follow people, unfollow things, just go in, play around if you are at all curious. You're also allowed to be like, you know what? No, thank you. I don't want to spend my time on another social media platform. I am going to spend my time over here, hanging out with my dog, hanging out with my kids, cleaning the floor, cleaning out the fridge, cleaning the buckets, whatever it is that you'd rather be doing with your time if you don't want to be marketing your business on threads. Because there are a thousand opportunities for us to be marketing our flower businesses. And the most important thing that I want you to take away you get to decide what's right for you and your business. And when it comes to really evaluating if threads is worth the time and energy and effort, here's the most important thing to know about all social media platforms when it comes to getting customers and building a profitable flower business. Marketing floristry isn't like other industries. The biggest challenge that we face is the fact that traditional marketing tactics, the way that people teach Instagram, the way that people teach TikTok, the way that people teach Facebook, the way that it works in other industries isn't directly replicable in the floristry industry because your customers use social media differently. And that all stems from the fact that our service, the service that we provide is very geographically specific. So we don't do flower deliveries worldwide. 
We don't do flower deliveries at any other location than where you do flower deliveries. If you're a florist based in Chicago, you do flower deliveries in Chicago. You don't do flower deliveries in Dubai. You don't do flower deliveries in Perth. You don't do flower deliveries in Vancouver. You do flower deliveries in Chicago, which means that you're looking for customers who need a florist for a flower delivery in Chicago. It's very different to somebody who might sell t-shirts or somebody who might sell red sneakers. Somebody who sells red sneakers might be based in Chicago, but they will, through the magic of FedEx or UPS, be able to ship worldwide so that their customer could be based anywhere. You're also a different business and a different marketing structure than, let's say, a cafe, a restaurant, a donut shop, or a coffee house, because their customers are all going to be very geographically centric around their specific location. For most restaurants, their customers come within a very specific like 10 or 15 or 20 mile radius. For flower business owners, the people who are paying for the flowers might be based anywhere in the world. The people who are paying for the flowers might be based in Singapore, but they're looking for a flower delivery in Chicago. That structural difference is what makes marketing so different in the floral design industry. It's like this structural difference in the fact that our paying customer could be based anywhere, but the recipient is always based locally. It is what makes social media and the strategy that we get to follow on social media so different because it's not about followers and it's not about engagement. So while everybody else is out there going like, here's three ways to increase engagement, I'll be like, don't worry about that. (laughs) Don't worry about increasing engagement on social media. Instead, worry about really optimizing your content and your profile so that it's easy for you to get found. So all of that learning that you've been doing around search engine optimization, all of that time and energy that you've invested in SEO on your website, you get to apply exactly the same thinking on social media. Because the magical thing is, let's say there is a beautiful human based in Singapore that wants to send flowers to Chicago. They are going to jump on Instagram and type in Chicago florist. Your job is to make sure that your profile and your content are as high in those search results as possible. It's magical. Once you start to think like your customers, everything starts to come into play because you start to realize, huh, I don't have to follow the traditional social media tactics, which also means you don't necessarily have to worry about being on threads. If you're not compelled to play around with words, if you are pretty sure that your ideal client isn't going to be jumping on threads typing in Ottawa florist, Chicago florist, Cambridge florist, Victoria florist, it's totally fine for you to decide, you know what, not right now. Of course, you can come back and revisit it later. But the biggest challenge that we face as business owners is becoming very discerning about where we spend our time, energy and effort. And so much of it comes down to what we decide to do and prioritize from a marketing point of view. 
because there are literally a thousand different places. There's a thousand different places that we could market our flower business, but we don't have to. And the thing is, this whole launching a new social media platform, it's never going to stop. The world isn't going to slow down anytime soon, but it provides the perfect opportunity for you and I to build our skill around discernment and really put yourself in your customer's shoes and go, you know what, is my customer going to be jumping on threads searching for a florist? The answer might be yes, which could be awesome because then it'd be a really easy game for you to win because not many florists are going to be there. And the answer could be no. And then you just decide, you know what, not right now. So remembering that your customers use social media as a search engine, they use it as a search platform is the secret to deciding if threads is right for you in your business. And if at this moment in time, you're having that sense of panic that Kathleen had when I was staring at the phone book going, oh my God, what do you mean we're not going to advertise in the phone book? Are you sure? We're totally going to break this business. (laughs) It's okay. Because it's just a sign that things are changing. It's recognizing that you are the owner of the business and you get to decide what's right for you in your business. So you get to decide if you want to take the plunge and jump on threads and play around and truly have fun with it. Because I think you really could have fun with it. If words are your thing, go out there and write some amazing, amazing posts on threads. If words aren't your thing, if you don't want to add it to your list, that's awesome. It's totally fine because there are so many other places that you can advertise your flower business. The moral of the story here, my friends, and the lesson to learn. You don't have to advertise in the phone book if you don't want to. (laughs) The panic is okay. But most importantly, make the decision that's right for you and your business based on where you want to go and what you want to do. This is your business you get to set the rules, you get to decide what's right for you, and you get to change your mind any dang time you want to. Okay, my friends, I will see you out in the big bad world of social media. Have the most amazing day, drive safe, eat your vegetables, drink your water, get some sleep, and I will talk to you again next week. Bye for now.